Welcome to Enchantment, a Dragon Age Let's Play podcast. I'm Manny. And I'm Brandon. And this is episode six of Return of the Jedi. Yes, it is. And we only have a couple more episodes where we could use that joke. But we're going to use it. Yes. Even though I have not seen Star Wars. I know. <laughs> um, so last time on Enchantment, we were in Lothering. Yes. We got a lot done. We recruited Liliana, our friend, who's a sister of the Chantry. We recruited Sten, our friend, who was a Kunari man. Locked in a cage, cage, a bird cage, a very large bird cage. <laughs> and now we've just recruited Sten and we're ready to finish up our business in Lothering and continue down the path to wherever we may end up. <laughs> and hopefully not ruin the day for any other civilian. We kind of ruined a little boy's day last time. His yeah, mom was dead. life. His life. He's probably dead. Yeah. Um. We also... Not intentionally stole things from this elven family. Right. And took the keys from a lady in the Chantry, the mother of the Chantry. She gave it she to gave us. She gave it to us. I'm that pretty sure count. she's kind of, well, did we ever give it back? I don't think we were supposed to. Mm. I think it's our key now. It's our key to her cage. <laughs> so we kind of took it away. It's also worth noting that this starts our second day of playing Dragon Age Origins. The first day was so jam-packed. Yeah, uh, last episode ended our first day of playing the game, so we're starting up again for day number two in Lothering. Okay. All right. So I have no clue. Um, we're... the last thing we did was recruit Sten. Okay, so we got Sten. He's here. Yeah. Wait. Well, no, he's not in our party right now, but he's you know he's with us. How do I recruit him again? You want to be in the party? Actually, uh, who's with us? I think you can't actually change your party members until you get the party camp, which you don't get after this town. Okay. Wait, I don't know. There, there might still be stuff to do. I don't know. Maybe. Who is this lady? She's a refugee. It's a refugee. We came here to get away from the fight. Oh, it's fun. Uh, can, does she think we're going to hurt her? Or is she just like, please help me? Now, question. I don't want to risk it. Can I go through this water? Save it first. I'm not going to risk it. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to die and drown. Oh, we're in a corner. Okay, so, I mean, I could just go across the bridge. Um, yeah, you could try the bridge. That's a good. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good way. To I was like, no, let me swim. Yeah. With all this armor on. Oh, that's. Oh, that's the Templar that wouldn't let us in. You let out that creature they locked up for murdering those families. Oh. Why would you do such a thing? Oh. Uh, we did do that. That but was it's okay. Stan. He's good now. He's he's fine. He's with us now. Here you drove off those packets. I hope they don't come back. We made quite an impact on this town. I mean, like... Some people love us, some people hate us. That's everywhere where I go. You know what? The revered mother gave us the key to do it. So if you really want to be mad at someone, be mad at her. I'm very interested in this tree up here. That big one? Yeah, I feel like that's like a thing. Is that like preyed upon? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's very... I mean, it is behind the Chantry. It is right behind the Chantry, and it's so majestic. I mean, look. Oh, my God. It reminds... It's the Chantry. Oh! We're supposed to chant at it. Oh, shit. What do you want to chant to the Chantry? Um, I don't know. It looks like the tree. Oh! That had two silver in it. We what got... an expensive bag on don't, the road. Don't worry. We're going to get enough to buy an ogre's toe. That's expensive. It's very expensive. Um, okay, I kind of want to go to this uh, windmill. Windmill, right? Oh, it's called. You know, we stopped right at the end of Lothar. I feel like, like we kind of did everything. 
I'm Don't awake. This guy has a thing on his head. Why are you? Oh, it's a lady. Elder Miriam. Hello. Once we're done resituating ourselves into Lothering <laughs> and checking out the sites. What we, kind of sights are there to even look at? We looked at the chant tree. Oh yeah, the chant tree. We looked tree. at the windmill. That I we can't go river. to. <laughs> so many sights. Uh, and once we're done doing that, we walk up to a woman with a quest marker above her head named Elder Miriam. Hello. Too much to do and not enough time. Oh my god, bitch, what do you need help? Do you, do you, don't suppose you know anything of tonics, medicines, Do I know herbs? anything of tonics, medicines, or herbs? Probably not. I don't. Oh wait, your friend does? Which one? Let's find out. Ooh. Then you may be able to do us a lot of good. All manner of travelers come through, many injured, injured or sick. sick. We do our, we do our best, best but, but we're out of supplies. Okay, she's a little creepy looking. She's an elder. She's old. If you make a few poultices, yeah, but like, look at her eyes. Scrape together some sort of. She plant. wants poultices. She looks like um, like a demon from The Conjuring. Well, I had a quest more than. Wow. Well, oh, there's sparkling behind her. Oh well, let me just read what the quest is. It just says craft poultices. Elder Miriam has requested that you use your skill with herbs to craft some lesser health. <laughs> she just needs the lesser ones um, for the injured. Refugees of Lothering. Three of these should suffice. Refer to her note for specifics. Specifics. I don't even know. We probably have three lesser health pulses, honestly. Like, honest, can we just give it to her? You can try. Let's talk to her. Like, do they have... luck finding herbs in the woods? I didn't need them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we just say, I didn't need them. Here you go. You're a good sort, you know. Thank you. Oh my god, see, we're getting so Oh my god, she gives 50 silver? Oh. You could probably buy more than three health, lesser health silver. You may remember from the previous episode, we talked about three quests that are kind of like tutorials for making poultices, which are potions, making poisons, and making traps. We saw the two quests for making traps and poisons last time, and Elder Miriam is the person to give us the quest about herbs. So... Our reason for not doing this one is because we already had three lesser health poultices, so we just gave those to her immediately, and she happily took them. Exactly. What's the point of me making, I mean, besides me learning how to make those poultices, <laughs> if I just have them already? If you really need them, here you go. Yeah. And she gives us 50 silver, which is plenty to buy three health poultices, three lesser health poultices. But, like... I guess it's the thought, the the lesson. She just wanted to teach us a lesson. Yeah, we didn't really do that. But I just love how for all these kind of tutorial quests, we had a different reason that we didn't do each and every <laughs> yeah. one of them and ended up not learning how to do any of those things <laughs> despite <laughs> speaking to all those people. Yeah. And we didn't use any of those skills we were supposed to have acquired for and the rest of the game. And we never used them, so this is the reason <laughs> why... We don't know how to make potions. We don't know how to make health poses. We don't know how to do all the stuff. Yeah, no poisons, no traps, none of that fancy stuff in nope. our game. So, sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't learn. Um, after that, we yes. make our way out of Lothering. Uh-huh. We begin our trek north, I guess. It's kind of north, yeah. Yeah, north to head out of Lothering and run into a fight on the way there. Okay, so this windmill, how can I get inside of it? Can I get inside of it? Oh look! Oh my god! Oh shit! Oh shit! Are those dark spots right here? Or are those bandits? 
other bandits could. Oh shit. I'm stunned. I'm just so stunned. I'm stunned at this. Oh, hey. You they got money? Do they got shit on them? Wait, why is like the epic music still going? Okay. Because you just kind of like revel in it. You know, you let your adrenaline lower. It's the go shit! Oh, oh. No! Oh my god. You went right over, I think you should go, and I was like, ah! After we defeat the bandits, we accidentally begin a conversation with Leliana, and I have a freak out. Because in this game, your dialogue options are listed in um, a list of options. That sounds obvious, but it's not like a wheel or anything. It's just yeah. a list. And whenever you talk to a companion, there's a conversation option that basically says you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, we never used it, but presumably sends them off. It's really scary. It's, it's like very it, scary. It should be like, are you sure? Kind of option. Maybe they do give an are you sure? Because we never click it. Yeah. But like, this is the first time this happened to us in the game. And I freaked out because... In order to get to the conversation option that ends the conversation, it's like, let's keep moving or whatever. Yeah. You have to pass by the one that's like, I should, you know, you should leave. And so every time we have to end a conversation with someone, we have to graze <laughs> by. It's really scary. The, yeah. The option that like l makes them leave. It's, it's just, it's nerve wracking. Like imagine the people who are very quick to like pressing buttons like they don't even like go carefully yeah they're just like click a click and it's like yeah, that like me someone like me would <laughs> most likely by accident press that yeah just like click down three times and hit x oh you actually clicked it twice now you know liliana's gone forever it's really it's really messed up it really messed up developers <laughs> it's gonna scare me for the rest of the game this is the first instance of it after we're done talking to liliana however we walk up to a sort of roadway and run into a group of darkspawn trying to attack a traveling duo of merchants. Morgan is like, oh, someone help us! Uh -oh. oh, I'll help you. You're doing more fighting in this already than I did all of. You did a lot of talking. All of Lothering, yeah. Talk to me. Mighty timely arrived. Are they dwarves? So we come across two dwarves, a yeah. father and a son. Yeah, those people we helped, uh, they're actually dwarves. And uh, we go and talk to them and get to learn more about them. Yeah, the father seems like a really nice guy. Mm -hmm. The son is, um, he's very simple. He only responds in one or two words at a time. Um, and they seem to be merchants. You're welcome. The name's Bodon Fedek, merchant and entrepreneur. This here is my son, Sandal. <laughs> Say hello, boy. Hello. I don't know why, Father. His name is Sandal. Sandal. Perhaps we're going the same way. Roads be more dangerous these days, Mar, if you ask, we'll bring you out here. Perhaps we're going the same way. Are we? Are we? Are we? I mean, I doubt you want to travel with a Grey Warden. Um, it's a bit complicated, but you're welcome to come along. Why are you saying it like that? I'm not, I don't know. Stevan's having a, a, a weird day. <laughs> uh, He's having a weird day. I'm going to the same way. Trust me. King's business, I'm afraid. Do we want the dwarves? Dwarves could be nice and helpful. nice. No, it's tough, but you can come along. Complicated? <laughs> Somehow I imagine that only says a half of it. Yeah. Thank you for the offer. There may be more excitement on your path. 
then he's good for my boy and me. Allow me to bid you farewell. Oh, go fuck good yourself! Oh. Bye. Now then, let's get this mess cleaned up. You know what? Fuck you, Sandal. What? Why? I wanted them to come with us. As always, I have to explain myself. Listen, I don't like rejection. I don't like when people reject going with me to a place I wanted them to come with us. It'd be fun, we'd be happy, but no, they rejected me and I am very mad. I was going to wait until you were done to see how far of a hole you digged. I, listen, <laughs> you acted so irrationally at these poor dwarves poor and I dwarves. stand by that. I'm surprised you're justifying it instead of apologizing. I apologize. Oh, yeah, just because I said it. Oh, my God. I can't even say myself. This dwarven family, this father and son duo, <laughs> they are they're just merchants traveling along Ferelden, trying to make a living for themselves, and they run into Darkspawn along the way. And to be traveling with someone who is actively trying to fight Darkspawn. It's just, it's so dangerous I'll for protect them. them. They'd be safer with me. They they don't want to draw the attention of the Darkspawn, Manny. He's, it, you just, you're, you want them to join us and get so mad at them. And these poor people, I just, I think that if they feel it's too much, then they don't have to come along with us. Fine, fine. Everyone makes a decision. It's fine. It's fine. I apologize for my angry tirade because one, it was very late at night and I was acting irrationally. You say that, but we just established that we started the day like 15 minutes ago. It was very late at night when we started. <laughs> I don't think it was. It was branded. We had to turn <laughs> on lights like a couple minutes in. Yeah, but... It was late at night. I came back from work. <laughs> did, was this after work? I think it might have been. It was after work and I was wearing full pants um, and I didn't have any shorts. <laughs> okay. So it was hot. So, yeah. It was late. Let's blame it on the time and the heat. Things happen. For why Manny got upset at a poor merchant. Oh my God, they're not even real. <laughs> they're not even real. <laughs> Let's see how this plays out. Okay. Why are you being so mean to them? Because they don't want to come with me. Who doesn't want to have a nice trip with me? Maybe no. they can't defend themselves. We'll be, we'll be off Hello. as soon as this mess is clean. Oh. Thank you, Carmen. I'm so angry. After we make our way past poor Bowden and Sandal. Poor Bowden and Sandal. Yes. They're good people. <laughs> They're good people. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> after we... Continue on. Um, the area to exit Lothering lists itself as going to the Banorn. So we select that, gather our party, and venture off. And a cutscene begins that depicts a big dragon above a horde of Darkspawn. Good. I mean... Well, ooh, cutscene. Oh! Whoa! 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 Whoa. Okay. Oh my god! Oh, there's a dragon! Finally! There's one of these. Finally? That's not good. Nah, uh, dragons could be nice. Like what? Like, have you watched How to Train One? After this scene, 
of the dragon yelling and roaring above Darkspawn, which, by the way, is green and wispy. Reason being, this is actually a dream sequence that Stevan is having, and we see him wake up at, by a campfire in what we learn to be the party camp, and Alistair notices his restlessness and speaks to him about these dreams that Grey Wardens tend to have concerning the Archdemon. Um, oh, oh, by a campfire. Can I, like, flirt with Alistair? Oh, it seems so real. Well, it is real, sort of. You see, part of being a Grey Warden is being able to hear the dark spawn. That's what your dream was, hearing them. Oh, the Archdemon, it talks to the Horde. Oh. We feel it just as they do. That's why we know this is really a blight. The Archdemon is at the dragon. I don't know if it's really a dragon, but it sure looks like one. But yes, that's the Archdemon. It takes a bit, but eventually you can block the dreams out. Some of the older Grey Wardens say they can understand the Archdemon a bit, but I sure can't. Anyhow, when I heard you thrashing around, I thought I should tell you. It was scary. See, this is why I want to be with him. He's so nice. What do you want to say? I'm not frightened? Uh, thank you, Alistair. I appreciate it. Yeah. He's very nice. That's what I'm here for. Oh. To deliver unpleasant news and witty one liners Oh, <laughs> look at him. You're up now. Oh. Right? Up oh, fuck you right now. Oh, God. Okay. I am sorry, audience, <laughs> that you had to hear all of that. Which part? What What are you sorry about, Manny? I'm talking about my obsession, my romantic obsession with Alistair. Now listening back, I am so embarrassed by <laughs> what I said. Much like I, I will give the slight excuse that I was very tired that day and it was hot. Just sure. like I was with angry at Bowden and Sandal. <laughs> but this is but there should be no excuse <laughs> to this. I apologize so much. Yeah. There's a lot of layers to this. <laughs> Cause he, he, A, is this really the time to be flirting with people? It's not. When you just had a nightmare about the apocalypse. It's not. And if your friend is trying to help you out with these nightmares that you share I as know. Grey Wardens. I was just trying to rush things in. <laughs> and this is this is this is what I this is this is a character assassination of myself. <laughs> And I understand that everything I say right now is very inappropriate <laughs> and not right. Here's another thing that uh, I guess I just spoil it because it's not something that's ever confirmed within our play. So Alistair is straight. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, the way love interests work in this game, it's not just like anyone can be with anyone. It's... You know, they're characters. They have their own, you know, sexualities and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So Alistair's straight. And I think part of the thing that makes it creepy <laughs> creepy and just like hard for me to experience both then and now is that Manny can never be with Alistair. <laughs> and so all the flirting. Imagine a friend who has a crush on a friend and just like really won't let it go and continues to flirt with them you know it, it, it's it's sort of like it's a situation almost like that yeah 
It's, it's just uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable, and I apologize for everything that I've done. <laughs> <laughs> um, that being said, let's watch Manny try to spark a flirtatious conversation with Alistair. This is not my highest moment. What do you need? I'd like to ask you something. Ask away. <laughs> so what you're hearing right now is the silence of Manny realizing that none of these are romantic questions. We could ask him about his life, but Manny doesn't want to know that, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Did I say that? I meant that dogs raised me. Giant slobbering dogs from the Anderfels. A whole pack of them, in fact. Manny just asked if Arl even raised him. Mm, really? That must have been tough. For ah, that sounds fun, me. Well, they were flying dogs, you see. Surprisingly strict parents, too, and devout Andrastians to boot. Or did I dream all of that? <laughs> Funny the dreams oh, you'll have when such, you sleep on a cold, Such banter ground. between us. I could, cut, I could cut the tension with a knife. Oh, God. Okay, so... Or did I dream that funny dreams you have when you sleep on the cold, hard ground, isn't it? I dream of becoming Grey Warden. Oh, wait! Is this going somewhere? I'm going to hit you very soon. I don't want to say that. Don't hit him. What is... What do you mean by saying, is this going somewhere? Like, like you're saying that he's rambling, I guess? Uh, that doesn't seem... Hmm. Point taken. Let's see, how do I explain this? Once Manny succumbs to a conversation about Alistair's backstory as mm -hmm. opposed to flirtatiousness. <laughs> There's no flirtatiousness here. And good. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve love. Oh my god. We talk about Alistair's backstory and we learn that he was not raised by dogs. He was a bastard child of a woman who worked as a maid for... I think he just says within Denerim, within mm -hmm. a state in Denerim. And he explains that as a child, he was sent off to be raised by Arl Eamon, who's the Arl of Redcliffe. And so Arl Eamon acted like a father to him, although Alistair didn't live within the best of conditions while living with Arl Eamon. So although he's like a father to him, there's still a, a slight contentious relationship that they share. Yeah. And after this very personal conversation, we move on to explore the party camp. And yeah. we see sort of behind uh, all the other characters within the camp, our attention is caught by two dwarven silhouettes. I'd like to apologize again. Oh, hi, dick faces. Oh, you want to come? Why are you so mean No, no, no. Okay, Brandon. They said no, we don't want to come with you. These motherfuckers are now in my camping ground, and they think they're gonna say, no, kick them the fuck out. No! No, no. I want them, and no. I'm half of this. No, I, listen, listen. To you, my gonna... timely listen to them, at least. Bodon Fennec, at your service, once again. I saw your camp and remember the kind offer that you made the last time we met. And is there anywhere safer for a poor merchant and his son to sleep? I think not. I'm perfectly willing to offer you a fine discount for the inconvenience of our presence. How does that sound? Good? Yes? God damn it. <laughs> See? So to me, it's just funny how nice they are. <laughs> because they can't hear Manny cursing them out. All, <laughs> all they know is Stevan's kind offer. 
And when they refused, it was just, you know, parting ways. They don't they don't hear the additional anger. That's coming from irrational me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Manny, but y- you were pretty mean to these poor characters. I They didn't hear what I said. No. No. Uh, I wasn't. I was mean to the video game. <laughs> Is that what we're going with? I'm going to say that. Okay, so because <laughs> I didn't do anything deliberately, like you know, st- like I didn't make a decision in the game that made them. You okay? Now you're trying to justify this again. You I know. Yelled and curse them out. I'm just no. I apologize for cursing them out, <laughs> but I'm just gonna say that I did nothing in the game that made things terrible for them. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm just saying it. Like I didn't actually like do the actions in game (laughs) to make them feel uncomfortable okay so let's see how the rest of this conversation plays out after Bowden would now like to join us they're just a nice father and son who thought it would be too dangerous to travel with someone fighting darkspawn okay but now they realize that you make things safe in these rough parts. Okay, I guess I don't hate them anymore. Yeah. But you know what? You could have fucking thought of that in the beginning. You're free to stay. Just my- You know what? Even though I'm- I, as Manny, am angry at them. Stevan. Stevan? Stevan would be very welcoming. He's a very welcoming man. Yes, he is. Wonderful. Thank the gentleman, won't you, boy? Thank you, sir. Okay, Sandal. <laughs> You should need enchantments, simply talk to my boy, otherwise, come speak with me. Oh, he has enchantments? Yeah. Oh my god. I love enchantments. So as you can see, within a, like a minute of talking to them, I learned to accept them. Yes. And not only do we accept them, but we take their craft and make our podcast a tribute to it. Exactly. Being enchantment, after all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, I don't hate them. No. I don't hate them anymore. You've come around. We've come... Well, you know what? I came around within the episode. You it, did, yes. It wasn't like, oh, it took me a while for me to like them. Like, no. After we had a lovely conversation, like in real life, everybody. <laughs> you have to have a conversation with people, you know, to get to know them. Um... <laughs> I got to know them and I got to love them. Yes. They're very essential to my Dragon Age life. And I love them. (laughs) I am pro Sandal and Bowden. Yes. Great. That's on the record. Everyone, please just forgive me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to have more of an opportunity to interact with them because now this conversation's over, we're going to take up their offer and see what they can enchant and what they're selling. Enchantment! Oh, Sandal! Oh, I don't have any shit to enchant. <laughs> you have no items to enchant. Okay, Sandal, I'm sorry. Sorry for wasting your time. Wait, what about Bowden? What is he selling? Oh, what is he selling? Chocolate? I swear to God, you Bowden. Your friends are formidable folk, indeed. Good to have you along on the road. Let me see your wares, Bowden. I'm sure you'll be pleased with the goods my boy and I have collected, and with your discount. He's like a Bed Bath & Beyond. 
And with your discount. Whoa, that is expensive stuff. Okay, that was a fucking discount? So this is one of the instances where I believe that I am justified in my slight anger at Bowden. Okay. Because when you hear the word discount, yeah. you're expecting cheaper things, cheaper prices. Okay. I'm not expecting to pay seven gold for a single item i don't have that money yet. <laughs> eventually i think at this point in the game we have like three gold yeah and like a bit of silver and bronze mm -hmm. like eventually maybe we do end up with that amount of gold yeah but not now like <laughs> Bowden, i don't i'm i'm poor <laughs> we're on the run we're on the run where do you think i'm getting my all money? of our belongings are probably in our house estate. Exactly. Our family's dead. Our faction of Grey Wardens are dead. I will give you that. Bowden has extremely high prices, so yeah. we can't really afford a lot of his stuff. But we do a little digging anyway, and once we can get past the prices, we find some useful gifts in his inventory. Oh, and what gifts they are. And a lot of stuff. Damn, how much would that cost normally? Jesus. God, Bowden. What else does he have? Oh, he has a hand puppet. That's free. I'm taking it. Wait, all this stuff is free. There's a DLC that we have as part of this collection called Feast Day, Gifts and Pranks. And that provides Bowden with free gifts that come with the DLC that are either gifts or pranks. So every character has a gift associated with them that raises their approval a lot, and they all have a prank associated to them that decreases their approval a lot. And granted, we did not know that this was in the game at all. Like, yeah. I was not expecting prank gifts <laughs> for people. Now I'm like extra stressed yeah, so before we find any of this out, we're just happy to see free gifts and excited to give them out to all our friends. He has all these gifts for free. And a pet rock. An amulet of memory. Oh my god. Is this like a DLC thing? A sugar... Oh, that's not free. Wait, let's get all the free gifts and give them a round. Okay. We're getting that. The chastity belt. Again. Just go to the top. Oh, wait, no. We have to be like... We have to be good about our inventory. So let's just get the ones that we think people will like. So Liliana will probably like the Chant of Light because she's a sister. Um, Kunari, Prayers for the Dead, stands Kunari. Alistair's what? doll! Wait, inspect that. This little doll fashioned from rage and stuck with pins is eerily reminiscent of Alistair. Are you sure that's not a voodoo doll? That looks like a voodoo doll. I don't want to give that to him. No, that's creepy. King Merrick's shield. Can you look at a that? A gold rope necklace. Two dogs rampant marked this shield for the house of Theron. Theron. I feel like Alistair would like a shield. He uses shields. Yeah, you know. Um, a stick. That's probably for the dog. Do you want to give those around? Yeah. Alright, let's go. Thanks, Sandal. He's the best. As you can see... My mind on Sandal has totally reversed. Yeah. It has become so positive, so loving. Quite the 180. Quite the 180. In a good way. In a very Growth. good way. 
I grew. Everyone's I, growing. I grew in like 10 minutes. Exactly. Uh, I want to take this opportunity because we're about to go around and talk to some characters. I would like to take this opportunity to describe the party camp for us all. So when you're at the camp, it's perpetually nighttime. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I've never seen the camp during the day. Yeah, I think it's like this is where we sleep, you know, yeah. so it's just always nighttime. And the camp has a, a bunch of tents around and the characters in your team are standing around the camp uh, where you can then talk to them. You essentially have a team of one person and all of your other companions are scattered about the camp. You have most of the people uh, standing around the main campfire. We have Stevan there, Alistair, even Sten, Liliana. And then off to the corner, you have Morgan's... <laughs> like, she likes to stay to herself. Yeah, she has like her own campfire. <laughs> which is like, I'm here by myself. I'm not friends with you guys. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, she just kind of keeps to herself. Uh, and then towards the back of the camp, you have... The area that Bowden and Sandal reside with their cart full of wares. But before we actually start to give out gifts, we actually go up to someone who is kind of a stranger to us. He doesn't really belong here. Yeah, he's sort of standing near Bowden and Sandal, almost like he's just kind of plopped there. It's just like, who are you? Why are you here? I don't know who you are. Get out. Well, not get out. Let me talk to <laughs> Damn you. Damn it, Manny. You were doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I recognize everyone. Well, if you're at a campsite and there's someone that you don't recognize, what's your first thought? Um, In real life, probably, why are you here? Like, you're Can in you the, go? Like, why are you, you're in the middle but of nowhere. In a video game, you would say, hmm, Perhaps there's something I can do with this interaction. That's true. Let's see what we do with this interaction. Hello, Levi. Levi Dryden. Do we know him? You're a hard man to find. Where are my manners? The name is Levy. Levy Dryden. Oh, Levy? Duncan ever mentioned me? You don't know of Levy jeans. The coins. <laughs> Levy the trader. I'm Stevan. I've never heard of you. It's true. Really? He never told you of old Levy? I mean, I didn't know Duncan for very long. But here I am carrying on while you have a blight to stop. Don't want to waste your time. But you see, Duncan promised that together we'd look into something important for the Wardens. And for me. But poor Duncan's. Well, no more. A tragedy it is, but that. But I know he would want his work carried on. His pledge fulfilled. Oh, what pledge. promise did Duncan make to you? As you know, my family's name is Mud around noble circles. My great-great-grandmother, Sophia Dryden, was the last warden commander of Ferelden back when the wardens were though. known as freeloaders. Who? Dryden? So King Owen oh. banished the wardens, and he took House Dryden's land and titles. Land and titties. I thought I said titties. <laughs> I literally thought the same thing. You thought I said titties? <laughs> land and titties. <laughs> My old... Dryden's land and titties. Can I turn the light on, by the way? Uh, use the that lamp because I took out all the things from up oh, there. Oh goodness, it's gonna be so dark in here. Once I can take control of this, I'm switching tough. to short. We rebuilt, became merchants, sure. and we never lost our pride. You could say, just tell me what I need to know. I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say, so what favor did you ask of Duncan? I asked for the truth. My family revered Sophia Dryden. 
We know she died at the old Grey Warden base, Soldier's Peak. Oh, we want evidence to clear her name. It won't restore our land or our titles. <laughs> it won't restore our land or our titties, but it'll restore our honor. It won't restore your titties. Well, no one's been to oh, Soldier's Peak since Ireland's day. So we speak with Levy, and he tells us a lot about his family history. A lot of detail that Lots I was not expecting. Yeah, uh, it boils down to Levy has an ancestor who was the Knight Commander of the Grey Wardens, the highest position you can have among the Grey Wardens. And ever since her death at Soldier's Peak, which was um, a warden stronghold, I guess you could say, um, that warden's keep has been overrun by demons and his family lost their honor and their titties. And so <laughs> a lot of titties. Okay, let's let's be honest here. It said titles, but it looked like titties. <laughs> we know what he meant. We know what he meant. And so uh he's asking for our help to help him restore his family's honor and titties. And titties. Um so this is part of a DLC called Warden's Keep, which is why he's just kind of like standing in the corner <laughs> of our camp uninvited mm-hmm. without any real reason for why he's, he's just shown a up. stranger. It's not like Sandal and Bowden, like we met them before. It's just like he's there. He's just there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what are you doing here, sir? Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're not going to address that right away, but we did have the initial conversation to set the quest in motion whenever that may actually be completed. And after we speak with Levy, yes, uh, we make our way to Sten. Yeah, Sten, uh, our tall Kunari friend, and we're ready to give him a gift. So we start conversation with him. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna talk to Sten and give him a gift. <gasps> give him that gift. Why are we stopping? I think we should talk for a moment. Yeah. Wait, how do you there give him gifts? Spawn to be fought. Is this delay needful? Well, you probably do it through the inventory. You are concerned. No need. I am fit enough to fight. Okay. I've never seen Kanoe. Tell me about your people. No. Oh! <laughs> no, why not? People are not simple. They cannot be summarized for easy reference in the manner of the elves are a lithe, pointy-eared people who excel at poverty. Whoa. Wow, okay. You said, never mind, let's keep moving. As you wish. Okay. Oh, yeah, proof plus two, though. So Sten is an interesting kind of fellow. Yes. Very, <laughs> very stoic. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to, you know, take anyone's bullshit. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. want to socialize. Yeah, not one for socializing. No, he's just mm-hmm. like, let's get the job done at hand and let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah. So the conversation was a little dry. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have, he didn't have much that he wanted to talk to us about. <laughs> Which is personally why he's not one of my favorite characters. Oh. I mean, it's not that he's like a bad person. It's just like he, <laughs> him and I have differing personalities. personalities. Mm, like he's okay. just, he wants to stay on his own. He's, he's like super introverted. Yeah. He's like a super introvert and I'm an extrovert. So I need, <laughs> I need people to, to give me, you know, all their attention. Okay. Well, not give Stan's me all their attention. Definitely not going to do that. No, yeah. <laughs> not give me all their attention, this but is like a bad be episode sociable. for you in the commentary too. Apparently. <laughs> well, no. I, what I meant to say was like I want I like people who are sociable and talk. I like yeah. talkative people. <laughs> Sten just stays quiet, and you know that that's that's what he does. 
that I'm not going to fault him for that. All right, let's. Get, would you like to dig the hole more, or do you want to keep going? No, I think we're good. Steve's a good person, <laughs> just not my cup of tea. Okay. <laughs> um. So we still want to give Sten his gift, though. Yeah. Maybe because... if he likes us more. He'll socialize with us more. Exactly. You know what? Everyone deserves a gift. Yeah. And we learned that uh, you don't give gifts by talking to people. You give it through the inventory. So uh, right after we're done talking to him, we stay on track and we go to give him his gift. Kunari. Oh, look. It's even wider gift to stand. Unexpected. Thank you. Wow. Plus 50. We got plus two for talking to him. Oh, he likes us. Oh, he got a new ability. Inspire moderate strength. Oh. Wait, wait, what? So when we give Sten the gift, it raises his approval rating by 50 points. That's really huge It's a just lot. giving a gift. Because when you talk to someone and they'll approve of what you say, if it's just idle conversation, it'll be like plus one, plus two. If it's like a big decision, you'll get maybe like plus 15 if it's like really mm -hmm. huge. This is plus 50, five zero. So crazy increase. And... When your companions reach certain levels of um, affection, I guess, towards you, they, um, how, how should I word this? They get abilities that raise their stats by certain increments. So when we gave Sten this, this gift of his, his, he got two new abilities that raised his strength to moderate amount, which I think is like an extra four points to strength. Yeah. Which is substantial. Mm -hmm. So this just motivates us even more to give around these gifts because it actually has practical use and, uh, you know, story relationship use. So we continue and start to look towards other people that we can give gifts to. Okay. Oh. I can't even give it to him. Oh, maybe that's for someone else. Oh, that's yeah, Devon. Oh, that's why. You still can't give it to him. Oh, you can give him the hand puppet. Plus 50. Minor, and got minor constitution and minor constitution. constitution. That's awesome. Liliana, I'm here to give you something. I like that you walk up to them before you do it, even though it's through the menu. <laughs> it really gets me into the, it's, into the I, world. I just feel like I need to. She Wait, she's not going to take the chant of light? Oh, Sauvage, no. use your stick. Major, Major dexterity. dexterity. Wow. Massive dexterity. Damn. damn when you give a damn stick to a dog This is always give sticks to dogs. Where is where, where is mother oh, she is? Morrigan. Morrigan. The chant She gets the chant of light? Can you expect it? Gift. Oh. <gasps> oh! <gasps> so this gift that we give Morrigan, the chant of light, turns out this is one of the gifts that lower your approval. And it lowered it by a lot. I wish we knew. <laughs> and now we're freaking out. Now we're freaking out. And we try to do everything in our power to fix it. That lowered it by 50. I'm sorry. I wanted to inspect it. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. She's going to hate us. Now we have to buy every single <laughs> gift and find one that she's going to like. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Hi. <laughs> the dwarves. Oh my goodness. We gotta make them feel happy. 50. You know how much 50 is? Hey. We talked to them and they're like plus two. 
She's gonna kill us. Oh shit. Let me see your wares. Show me your fucking wares. Thank God, okay. Go to the gifts and just buy all the free ones. Oh okay. my god, I'm so sad. Get the Alistair doll. It's a Buddha doll. She probably likes that shit. Um, what does that say? Protective gowns. Ugly boots. A mask. Set is soap. She'll like that. Okay, that's not for Amulet of memories? What's that? I don't know, but here's a rares. Damn it! It's full. Alright, let's go to her. So as we're rushing to buy things just so we can get Morgan's approval up, yeah. um, we actually end up losing space and our inventory is completely full yeah at this point uh our inventory is at it's 70 new. items which is the max it can have and the only way to increase that is by buying backpacks which are very expensive and we can't afford yeah like a backpack is like six gold we have three yeah i think it might actually be seven or eight i thought it was six i don't even know either way it's way more than what we have exactly so, so we, we fill up the rest of our inventory with the free gifts and then prepare ourselves to rush back to Morgan and see what we can give her. Oh, Alistair doll. A fine gift. See, she does like the voodoo doll. See, she would love us right now if it wasn't for that chant of light. Uh, Who is that for? Why would he even let us give it to her? You get another gift? I don't... She's back to normal. We couldn't give her anything else. So after we returned Morgan back to her normal state, <laughs> yes, uh, we decide to talk to her, you know, to get a, to know her a little bit more. But most importantly, for her to like us more. Yeah. Because for Christ's sake, I don't want to piss off Morgan because <laughs> I feel like she would cut your dick off while you're sleeping. Uh, yeah, she's very intense. She's not someone you want to dislike you. So no. maybe we can increase her approval this way. Let's talk to her. Bring it up a little bit at least. What do you wish of me? Um, I'd like to discuss something personal. We are in camp, so tis as good a time as any. Okay. What? Why are you still here? I'm not gonna ask That's that. such a bitchy... No, never mind. Let's ask for the other one. What do you wish of me? I'm so nervous now, like, talking to people. If you must. Uh, here we go. Okay, perfect. How'd you become a shape changer? Did you grow up in the Kokari Wilds? Have you ever been haunted by the Chantry? Um, well, we definitely don't. She doesn't like the Chantry. That's the name. Flemeth. I thought she yeah. was Flemeth. No, Flemeth is her mom. Yeah. I, I kind of like the first one. How did you become a shape-changer? Yeah, that's good. I was not born such. Tis a skill of Flemeth's, taught over many she years. Calls her mom Flemeth. The chastened have tales of we witches. Saying that we assume the forms of creatures to watch them from hiding. Oh. When a child is alone and separate from his tribe, that is when we strike. Damn. Dragging the young boy, kicking and screaming to our lair to be devoured. A most amusing legend. I hope it's just a legend. Um, can you change into other human forms? No, we're not asking that. Do you spend a lot of time as an animal? I've never heard of that magic before. Yeah, like flatter her. No? Tis not unheard of in the remote corners of the world. There are traditions of magic outside of the circle of magi, despite what those mages would have you believe. Hmm. Some of these traditions are old, indeed, passed down as carefully guarded lore from one generation to the next. The zealots of the Chantry would uproot all such practitioners mm -hmm. if they could. But as luck have it, some still exist. My mother is such a one. Mm. Very cool. Um, that's good. Such traditions need to be preserved. Yeah, you know, yeah. 
I am surprised you think so. Still, it is a pleasant thing to hear. Oh, oh you're welcome, Morrigan. Um, that's all I want to add. Yeah, I feel like we flattered her just a little Indeed. Bit. Have you an opinion on my abilities, then? Am I an unnatural abomination to be put to the torch? I think your abilities sound quite useful. Yeah, we're being so careful. We're really, like, so polite. I mean, at the very least. Do you think she would like to be, like... Oh, I'm just using you. Like, bantered? Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that would just make you angry, huh? Oh, you're so funny. Do you, like, do you think she would like that? Oh, no. I kind of want to be it's safe. It's so hard. Yeah, just be safe, I guess. Oh. You're simply full of surprises, little man. Aren't little you? man? But enough of such talk. Let us proceed, lest the dust gather on us. Plus six. Plus six, Morgan. Hell yeah. Morgan loves us. After our conversation with Morgan, and we feel satisfied with our progress on her approval, we make some room in our inventory by selling some unneeded items, and then we prepare to head out, and first we have to decide where to go. All right, to the next place. Yes. Yeah, there is something I want to do. Oh, who are we going to take along? Okay, so we're going to take along um, Alistair. Yes. That's already two warriors, so we probably shouldn't take Sten. A rogue. Indeed. We need a mage. Indeed. So the good uh, Alistair, Liliana, Morgan. Yep. Okay, cool. Except. So I want to go to do a DLC thing. Oh. Because there's supposed to be. I think it's Sultra's Pass. Wait, let me check the, uh... The map? Yeah, I want to check the quest first to make sure it's the right one. I think it's Sultra's Pass. Let's just do it. <laughs> just do just do one of them. We decide to go to an area called Sultra's Pass, which is a DLC mission, or rather, the location where a DLC mission starts, and this mission is called, I believe, the Stone Prisoner. So... All we knew going into this, or at least I knew this. I don't know if Manny knew this. I didn't know anything. What I knew was that this DLC involves being able to recruit a new companion. So mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure this was the first one we did. That way we could spend as much time with whatever potential friend we're about to make on this trip. So we decided to go to the Sultra's Pass and begin this DLC mission. Ugh, the blood. <laughs> oh god, they're killing people along the way. They're killing people! Uh, of course we are. They're killing people! They're killing people, Mom! Oh, there's a battle. Oh, shit. On the way. So, as we're on the way to this lovely little town, little two, like a two, an icon of two swords goes shing! 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 On the map. And that means there's a battle. Someone interrupted me from walking <laughs> and said, let us kill you. Yeah. And it's, it's, I did not know that could happen. Was this the first time that happened? There's the first time that this happens to us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you're traveling between two locations, there's the opportunity for a random battle encounter, whatever vernacular you feel like using that day. And often they're actually hard. Like harder than the actual like boss battles. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you're not going to witness every single random encounter that we come by in the game. 
but there are some that are actually really hard and some of them we get like legitimately stuck on <laughs> just these random encounters and there are some times where there are like it does do like the battle thing but it's not a battle Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's like shing, and then it's like a cutscene. It's like, or a, like cut a character scene. moment. Yeah, where a guy's like, You want to buy something? It's like, <laughs> You're bothering me for this? Um, and it gets me like very, very like tense and nervous every time I have to move from place to yeah, place. Yeah. Especially since sometimes, again, they could be really tough. Yeah. And this one, thankfully, um, it's our first battle encounter, and we do relatively well, but we're a bit shaken from it. It's very surprising. A bunch of oh shit. Kill them! Knock them to the ground! Murder! Death! Oh, we should probably should have killed him first. He was a mage. <laughs> it's we fine. did it though. We did it, guys! We did it! We actually did it and awesome vocals brandon on that final fantasy victory theme thank you i know it's a crossover yeah that's the one bad thing about battles being like in what do they call it in the overworld in like, like the real time real time yeah yeah because you don't get like concrete ends to battles with like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you just don't you just don't get any of that it's just no. like let's keep walking it's like let's keep going Life continues. You yeah. can't just keep having victories, Brandon. Yeah, that would, <laughs> that would be a little distracting. Yeah. So we just have to fill it in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we leave this location, and we finally make it to Sultra's Pass, where we meet a man named Felix. Which is my last name. Let's see if he lives up to, the, to, the, to his namesake. <laughs> Come over here. Come over here. Not at all, He's just like ra- waving his hands. Wait, hold what on. Are you Let me get some I'll talk to you right in a second, Felix. Just give me one second. Some more oh, I'm not going to stay here all day long. I'm sorry, Felix. All right, fine. I'm talking to you, Felix. You ready? You ready, Felix? You ready? Okay. Uh, you'll have to forgive me if I seem a bit nervous. Not many people traveling in this part of Ferelden. Ah, uh, yeah. Of course, that's part of my problem, isn't it? Mule got spooked by a wisp and ran off into the woods. Now what do I do? Oh no. Oh, I feel- Are you asking me to find your mule? Oh no, no, no. I sent the elf to do that. Ugh. I wouldn't dream of asking a stranger to do it. Just happens to have an elf helping them around. Felix de Grosbois. Merchant what? and entrepreneur. De Felix, service. you know, I like that name. Pleased to meet you. Very, be very kind and very cordial. With the wall, I was hoping for a bit of luck and good weather in the mountains. I'm kidding. Sadly, I've had neither. Oh, this trip has been one miserable disaster after another. I don't suppose you consider helping a fellow out? Help a fellow out, dot dot dot. How? Does he say the All dot the dot dot? That went wrong, the yes. Is this artifact I brought in Jada. It's a control rod, I'm told. Ooh, a control I'm rod. Keeping it, however, as I'll never get to use it. But uh, maybe you could. What does a control rod do? The dwarf I brought it from said it activates and controls a golem. So long as you have it in your hand, the golem does what you say. Might be useful, no? I mean, you look like the sort who could use one, yes? Mm. What's the catch? The catch? Yeah, I uh, suppose it is a catch, isn't it? The catch is that the golem didn't come with the rod. It's supposed to be down in a village down south, waiting to be activated. 
Even if I could get down there, which I can't, I understand the place has been overrun by Darkspawn. That's not such an issue for adventurous types like yourself, surely? Or I'm hoping that's so, at least. Let's do it. Yes, I think I can use it. Oh, whoa. Just as well. As but I mentioned before, you'll find a golem down south. Yeah, in a town called Honlith. <laughs> I'll mark it here on your map. Just hold up the rod and say Dulavgar. That will wake the golem up, so I'm Dulifgar. told. Dulavgar. Dulavgar. It'd be really funny if our character was a dwarf. It's like, yeah, I know. I know all this information. You don't have to explain yeah, it to Dulifgar, me. Yeah, Dulavgar, I know. I got, got it. it. God, I learned that in like second grade. And if it doesn't work? Maybe you could look up the fellow who owned the golem before. If he's still about, that is. Oh, he's still about. Then. No, he's my brother. Whoa! Clap to it. No. So Felix provides us with this control rod, mm -hmm. which, when used on a golem, or rather, I guess, in the presence of a golem with the command word, you can control the golem for whatever you want. So it's basically slavery. It's basically slavery, or like a genie. Except with no or wishes. Or like a genie with no wishes. Which is no, there's no point to it. Yeah. So we're off to see this golem and try to get this control rod to work. And in order to do that, we have to make our way to the town of Hanleith. Blood splash. Uh oh, it's loading. Is there going to be a battle? Yep. Oh shit! Time to beat. Can't travel anywhere without there being a battle. I feel like this is dead of winter. What manner of beast is this? <laughs> when you get like, oh shoot! What the hell is that? Holy crap. I don't like that. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I don't like those! Blightwolf! I thought it was just like an epic score. Oh wait, there's a blue one. Oh, don't kill it. What the fuck kind of velociraptor Holy shit is shit. that? It's a drake. A drake? Like, you used to call me on my cell phone? You, you, come over here, drake. Come over to the rest of the party. Drake doesn't like that. Oh, I don't Oh, know. oh my god. Oh my god, I'm dying. Holy crap! Oh! I literally almost just died. You were like on an inch away he from He was death. about to kill me and then someone froze. I'm guessing, I assume, Morgan. No, it was Alistair. I highly doubt that. Shh. During this battle, we encounter blight wolves as like the first wave of enemies. And those are kind of crazy looking, like, like demonic wolves. After that, uh, we see an enemy, which is a drake, which is like a small little dragon it's like a baby dragon yeah it's like a yeah exactly it's like it looks more like the size well like a baby dragon is still big right. it's like the size of a velociraptor hence why i <laughs> called it a velociraptor yeah uh one of its moves which is when we were dying really uh rapidly is he jumps on you and then just like scratches you and attacks you and you can't do anything and the way we're saved is because Morgan freezes him during this, which allows us to live within a sliver, sliver of health to uh, finally vanquish him. And again, I would have to apologize to everyone <laughs> for my little schoolgirl crush on <laughs> Alistair. Because I said that he saved us, but I am a fool. <laughs> I am stupid. Yeah, Alistair froze the Drake with his shield. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I will still say it is Morgan. Morgan yeah. did it. But aren't uh, our um, our weapons frozen? Uh, yeah, Morgan and Chance. That, that's one of the, the skills she has is frost weapons, which freezes our weapons and adds ice damage. So, yes, 
We it is possible. Frosty weapons. It is possible that he could have frozen, but it was Morgan. <laughs> I'm not going to lie and twist the truth saying, oh no, it was Alistair. Brandon, you're stupid. No, it was Morgan. Morgan did it. Morgan's amazing. I love you, Morgan. Thank you for saving Sorry our Sorry for lives. giving you a Bible. I know. A, <laughs> I feel so bad. She about still that. saved us. She so. still. It was because we gave her a nice little doll, and we doll. gave her a thoughtful gift. So she's happy with us, and we talked to her and got to know her a little better. Yes. So, thank you, Morgan, thank for you your Morgan. kindness. After vanquishing the Drake, we find some Drake scales on him, which initiate a quest line. Uh, we'll see if that ever plays out, but. We know now we have these Drake scales on hand, if those ever become useful. Once that's said and done, we exit this little area where the battle took place and continue on our way to Hanleith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's continue let's continue so now we're at like is that a lake oh elf fruit how much elf I mean, it's just like gross watch near the end it's gonna be like in order to beat the arch demon we oh bye people we enter hanleith and immediately we are attacked by darkspawn and we soon see that this nice really a pretty and quaint village it's a actually beautiful town yeah just a quiet village every day like the one before <laughs> And apparently every day has Darkspawn infesting the village. Too. I mean, it'd be a, might be a nice little town, but it's infested. Yeah. So um, we're fighting through Darkspawn and we make our way through the town and eventually happen upon a chest marked Olaf's chest. Another Disney reference. <laughs> yeah, true. Darkspawn mines. Oh, but, but we, we can't open this chest with Stevan. But this bitch, no, you need a key. God damn it, bitch. All you right. had one fucking job, and that one. You need one. a key. Oh, I need a key. She should be good at this shit. Okay. So this angry tirade, mm -hmm. I believe in my heart of hearts, is justified. Um. Okay, not justified, but you have to understand where I'm coming there's from. There's a reason. There's a reason I'm why I'm angry. I'm not going to say it's justified. <laughs> it's not justified, but there's a reason why I'm angry. Throughout this beginning of this game yeah we can't we couldn't open a crap ton of these like chests yeah so and you said oh we need a rogue if you want to open these chests you you should have been a rogue i'm like okay so <laughs> let's go get a rogue let's get a rogue we okay. get leliana yeah she's a rogue yeah fantastic i'm yeah. gonna finally open chests she can't open this chest. no she can open chests she can open some chests yeah but this one no one can open. It requires a key. And I didn't know at the time. I mean, we found out after we tried to open it. And, yeah. And then it, I, I, I calmed down. And it has a little text that says key required. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but that's why I was angry. That's why I, I'm sorry that I'm always angry in these. So, like, I, I know I seem like very just quick to anger, but it's, it's just me reacting to the game and just getting frustrated because it is like a thousand degrees in my room as well yeah we're sorry liliana especially since liliana we didn't give her any gifts we didn't, we didn't even talk to her when no. we were in the party camp. and she's such a nice character she she's is. like one of my favorite characters i know we'll come to learn that but i feel bad we didn't show her much attention up to now and all she's getting i feel like is the negative like all the weight 
of looting these chests are being put on her shoulders and we haven't even learned about her yet i know i, I was very i was it. very quick very quick to well you see how i turn around everybody you see how i turned around about sandal <laughs> yes and bowden yeah so i i i learn to forgive even though there's nothing really to forgive i learn to accept and love them right and we move on from olaf's chest because it requires a key we can't do anything with it right now we move on to a big fight with a bunch of darkspawn in what looks like the center area of the town with a big statue in the center which will come back later Dad, please. Right, oh my god there's a lot of people right now all right, here we go. Okay. Boom. Boom. The tall oh, shit. I'm like afraid already. The tall guy scares me. A Herlock Alpha. Oh, shit. Alistair died. What? You let my husband die. I'm sorry. He loves me. Okay, don't start making stuff up. Loves You're not romanced. Yeah, yet. But we're close to it. He's up. My, uh annoyance is that the right word my annoyance of this alistair crush really shines in this part (laughs) (laughs) i'm just so done hearing about alistair being your husband or loving you when (laughs) this none of that has happened at least not yet i thought it could happen i thought it could happen because i heard it could (laughs) yeah well it was it wasn't real. It was a mod. Yeah, why don't we delve into this? Okay, so I I I did look up. I was like, oh, can you romance Alistair? And I saw a thing where you could, but it was a mod and not... I didn't read in between the lines where it was like, oh, someone modded the game yeah. so that a male could romance Alistair. So that's why I was so into it. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, it's for sure it's going to happen. Of course it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. He's not into men. <laughs> um, he's not into men. Slowly, I do realize it. And this does die down <laughs> a yes. bit. Uh, and again, I apologize for this <laughs> annoying tirade of me trying to get with Alistair. This is a problem I have. <laughs> Thankfully, we move on from Alistair because he gets up and he's fine. He, you know, um, after battles in this game, your characters, if they um, die or pass out or whatever it's called, they will be revived once the battle's over and begin to regain their health. But like we said, they'll sustain an injury when this happens. But he got up. So we're fine. We end up finding the key to Olaf's chest on a dead body of a villager after this battle. So we return to the chest to open that and continue with the quest. I got the key. I'll open it. We got a prized cheese knife. And a great sword. Which is relatively strong for a cheese knife. Um, you're not gonna like this. What happened? Alistair has a torn jugular. (laughs) Is he dying? No. He just has an injury, but we have injury kits. Oh my god, help! <laughs> Someone help us! Someone help! Nobody, please help! You fucking cure him! If he dies, he's, you're dying. How do I use it on him? Oh my god, please, is he okay? Jeez. Is he okay? 
Yes, he's fine. Oh my god. Oh. Baby, I love you. I don't want to see you go. Alright then. <laughs> I'm so, I'm invested. Oh, I lost him. You know, if you don't end up romancing him, let's say he is straight. Then he'd be like... Then it's very creepy that you're like all over him. I mean, I just don't know. And if you find out he is straight, then you know what? He's a good friend. Okay. He's like, then he's like, you know what? I, I care about you. I, uh, I value your life. He's a good man. He survived the joining. He did. So did we. And so did we. He was very kind to us after the joining. He was. He's, yes. just, very, he's just a very kind person. I love him. I want to be with him. But if he doesn't want to be with me, it's fine. I'm just crying. So why don't we talk to this statue who's actually the golem? <laughs> what? We're done talking about Alistair, and Thank we turn our... God. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> and then we turn our attention to the golem. So that statue I mentioned in the center of town, it's like a big rock formation with two arms and two legs and like and a, a face. face. Yeah, and it has... It's, it's like in like this weird stance where like, it's like an ah, like, you know, like... Yeah. Like... Like its hand, like its left arm is up in the air. Yeah, and like its its right arm yeah. is like at like middle, like mid torso, but sticking out like. Ah! Yeah, like imagine uh, Mufasa falling to his death. Yes, but standing up. Yes, that's what this statue is doing, and not a lion, and not a lion. No, it is a humanoid shape. Yes. So, this statue actually has the mission marker above its head and we learn that it's actually the golem that we've come to see so we walk up and interact with the golem and prepare to say the command words Just all right we gotta say the activation name dolphogar 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 <laughs> does nothing did nothing you said it wrong oh dolphogar are you fucking kidding ah, me? It doesn't work. Again, this is one of my angry tirades as usual. Well, actually, this one's not bad. Yeah, because I was told that this thing would work. That these words yeah. would help, you know, the golem to come alive. <laughs> but no. No, Felix lied to me. Like the little crook that he is. <laughs> um... Yeah, or he didn't know it wouldn't work. But, you know what? That's true. You uh, have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, day. regardless of the reason, uh, the control rod doesn't work, but we're not going to let that slide without trying again. Yeah, because, you know, in the rule of video games and, you know, in life, you have to do the rule threes. Maybe you have to say it three times or something. Exactly. So we try two exactly. more times. It's like <laughs> those old, like, rumors for Pokemon, where it's like... You gotta talk to the guy 1,000 times and then he'll give you a mew. Oh it's like, you have to talk to the golem 1,000 times and then he'll work. Oh my god, <laughs> I would never play this game. Dollar! Apparently, I have the rod... Wait, wait, what was this thing on top? Dollar! Nothing happened. Apparently, either the rod is not working or the code word is incorrect. Did this motherfucker lie to us? Quest updated. 
The golem is unresponsive to the control rod and command words you acquired from Felix. Perhaps there are still survivors in the village who could shed some light on the golem's current state. Go talk to the stupid townspeople. Well, we saw them run this way. That's unfortunate. So ends episode six of Enchantment Origins. And this was probably the angriest episode I ever had so far. Um, I would love to just apologize to everyone who <laughs> thinks that I am just this horny, angry person. Um, when that is not true in real life, I was just in the moment. In the moment of the video game, in the moment that it was very hot in my room and it was very late in the night. Yeah. Um, and what makes it worse is possibly next episode, I am still in this angry state because we are just continuing from the last play session. Yes, we continue right from where we left off. So emotions and tension might still be high. Who yeah. knows? But we're going to be much busier because we spent most of this episode in the camp, whereas we're going to be completing this quest in the next episode, hopefully completing it. There's going to be quite a few obstacles in our way to reviving this golem, but I'm sure Stefan can do it. Yeah, we could. Our, <laughs> our team can do it. Yes, everyone working together. Now, if you liked what you heard, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at EnchantmentCast, or you can email the show at EnchantmentPodcast at gmail.com. As always, this has been Brandon. And this is Manny. And we hope you enjoyed this episode of Enchantment. And I hope you have a great day at Disney's Magic Kingdom because I don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>